0: Good morning, student rainmakers. This is your professor of rainmakingology, Gene Valdez. Sometimes I teach individual classes myself. Other times I invite guest professors who have graduated from SSU. SSU stands for Street Smarts University. These individuals tell it like it is, otherwise they wouldn't be here. In my opinion, every company in America whether you're private or public, big or small, would love to increase your name, your brand recognition, and the awareness of your products or services, not only with your existing customers, but with your target prospects. This increased awareness, as many you know, can lead to increased sales. This expanded name recognition is the primary purpose of advertising, where the channels of communication could be radio, TV, newspapers, magazines, billboards, and as everyone knows, the internet and social media, which is the powerhouse. Many of these forms of communication, however, are expensive to small business owners. My guest SSU professor today is Mr. Lou Desmond, who is president of Desmond and Lewis, a public relations and communication company. Lou is going to share some ways with my listeners on how you can advertise effectively without breaking the bank. But before I do that, I'd like to just give you a snapshot bio of Lou, who is a really interesting guy. Lou has spent 25 years experience in media relations in one form of another. He was a broadcast news journalist for radio and TV in Northern California. He was a public relations executive with Nelson Communications Group, where he managed political campaign. He was a PR executive with Porter Novelli, where he handled national accounts such as Dave & Buster's Restaurants. He formed his own company in 2000, servicing several high-level national accounts, including Toro and Maglite Flashlights. He formed The Lou Desmond Show in 2009, KMET, 1490 AM, Airs regularly Monday through Friday, and it discusses news, people, and events in the England Empire. He earned his bachelor's degree, and I love this in English literature and communications from Saint Mary's College. And finally, he did some stage work as a Shakespearean actor.
1: Hey, I got a master's of fine arts from the University of California on full scholarship, so it is not something I pursued.
0: Well, welcome, Lou.
1: And How yes. Are you? I- I trod the boards for a number of years, making my living as a stage actor. So, yeah, I've done that, too.
0: Well, that's I'm my good. first question. My first question, Lou. I know you're going to bring your A-game, and you're going to educate and entertain my listeners. Were you really a Shakespearean actor, and why?
1: Well, I trained for it. I spent four why? years. Because I was good at it. It was a talent. I was a natural on the stage, and from the very beginning, I had great presence. I've always had strong pipes in terms of a good voice. And I could sing, I could dance. You I could, could sing and dance. Yeah, <laughs> I did musical theater too. I was what they called a triple threat. Do
0: I... you remember any of your any of your most favorite lines?
1: Good night, sweet prince, and flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. <laughs> I got to play Horatio in Hamlet. I mean, you want to you want to talk about getting to utter some of the most famous lines in history? She should have died hereafter. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow sings its petty pace from day to day. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying
0: nothing. It sounds like the perfect background for what you're doing now. So I tell
1: people that uh, it absolutely <laughs> prepared me. If, if you're going to be able to deal with the media and you're going to be able to get up in front of a, a client, a boardroom of Chevron or some large company and make a presentation to a bunch of gray hairs about how you're going to Help them expand their business using public relations and communication strategy or how you're going to solve their crisis communications problem. If you're going to be able to do that sort of thing. You better be a performer.
0: (laughs) It makes sense. Well, you took care of question two, just by your last response in terms of what your company provides. So give me a a brief overview of all of the things that Desmond and Lewis does.
1: We help businesses solve their problem with regards to communication. Now, where most of your clients find themselves is they want to sell more of their goods or services. And what they need in order to do that is awareness.
0: Exactly. That's my Excer- next question. You right? Psychic.
1: That's where our side of the business is about positive ways to get the name of your company out there. What people in my industry call branding or brand awareness.
0: Right. Without spending a lot of money.
1: You don't have to. Thanks. To
0: Explain to me. Media, give me more detail on that. How do you How do you effectively promote your brand without spending a lot of money?
1: Well, it used to be there was radio, television, print. Media, And in order to get in that media, you had to pay or you could plant a positive story that somehow related to your company and get coverage that way. Now, back in the day when social media wasn't a thing yet, my job as a publicist was try to figure out how to get my client's story carried by the largest megaphone in the world which was the media, without paying the media to do that. And so there were strategies that revolved around pitching good company news. We're, our stock price is going to do this. We're announcing a new dividend. We're launching a new line of automobiles. We are making a bigger jetliner that will go faster to other places on the globe. Corporate news, right? That's one way to sort of get your name out there. Something that the company is doing that's significant. Right. Now, it's got to be significant. It, it can't be uh, the company's CEO had Cheerios today, and we just want to, no, No, no. <laughs> it's got to be serious industry news. Right. And you, you want to target the people that very specifically cover your industry. Or locally, if you are a company that's located, say, in Anaheim, You go to the Orange County Register and their business section. If you go, if you're in Riverside, you target the press enterprise. The media works along the principles of being localized geographically, industry trade oriented, or what we call national news. Getting local news, if you're a company in your local paper, not an impossible feat. If you have some decent news, getting Into a trade magazine, which many of them now are websites, by the way. Also, if you have good industry news and you can focus it that way, like I have a client who is a specialty foundation drilling company. Doesn't do your average houses. He does piers where you have to drill 100 feet in water down another 100 feet to bedrock. You have to use divers. He does that kind of work. Well, Deep Foundations magazine covers that type of work as an industry so who do i pitch his news to deep foundations magazine so whoever you are whatever business you're in there is a beat reporter in your local community there is a trade magazine and then there is also a national reporter at the wall street journal at the new york times at the usa today that covers your industry whether it's the restaurant industry automotive industry aviation industry online gaming There's all reporters at these big national outlets that cover them as a beat. You want to figure out who those people are. Who are the people that should be covering you? Get to know them. Send them an email. Hey, if you ever need a source, I'm in the industry you cover. Here's my background. Nothing wrong with that.
0: All right. Let's shift gears again, Lou. So you're just a vast storage of information. What, What are some of the common errors that business owners make in the advertising, PR, communications
1: arena? Not considering what their free options are before they spend money,
0: and which are
1: okay. So multiple things that you can and do. That and these don't are, small cost com- these are small
0: companies. These are small right. companies. Luke. Okay. Small, so small business owners.
1: All right. First of all, social media is available to you there all the time for nothing. You can if you can post things to social media anytime you want, and people will see it, and it will grow your awareness but only if you're doing things right so for example don't talk about you nobody cares about you nobody cares about you they don't care about your 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 company what they care about is being entertained and they care about being educated so whatever it is that your company does let's say you are a italian restaurant don't tell people how good your Cacio a Pepe is, show them in a three-minute video how to make the perfect Cacio a Pepe. And this is how we do it at our restaurant. Because giving, all you're doing, I hate it when people use social media like advertising. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what social media is. Okay? Social media, people want to be entertained. What do we watch on social media? Funny cat videos, right?
0: (laughs) I like the dog ones myself. So we watch on so, social funny cat videos.
1: We watch other people's pain is funny. We we like watching people, you know, like attempting cliff diving and missing, uh, or landing on their back. Uh, uh, you know, as long as they're not badly injured or killed, it's funny to see a redneck try to, you know, like jump a creek in his four wheeler and miss by, you know, halfway and land in the river and float away. At I mean, Johnny you're laughing at your butt off right? right now. Right? No funny cat videos. So show people something. Do something entertaining. Uh, If you are if you are in the drone business, you make drones. Don't talk about the 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 specs of your drones. They're this size and they go this fast and the battery life is this and nobody cares. Show them the drone doing something, something cool. Have the drone like fly through a mall in one door and out the other (laughs) freaking people out you know i mean do something interesting this is what Uh, we call this is what we call stunt pr back in the day when i represented ontario mills out in the inland empire we wanted on black friday that biggest shopping day of the year we wanted la tv to come out And park at Ontario Mills and do their stories from there about Black Friday. But Gene, Ontario Mills is 70 miles away from Burbank. There's all kinds of different places that people could go from the news media that was much closer. But I got them all to come to Ontario Mills. You know how? I had Santa Claus parachuting on a surfboard. Out of an
0: airplane? Are you serious?
1: Yeah. At six o'clock in the morning, at daybreak on Black Friday, and he's throwing out wads of dollar bills as he's coming down.
0: You didn't invite me.
1: So, what is the news media going to cover? People standing in line outside a mall at six o'clock in the morning, or six o'clock in the morning, here comes Santa. He's parachuting out of a plane and throwing dollar bills. By the way, he's in Bermuda shorts and a Hawaiian shirt because, hell, this is Southern California. It's 75 degrees on Black Friday. Oh, anyway.
0: man. <laughs> okay. I do have a few Sun questions PR for you, Oh, One
1: thing. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, hang on. One okay. more really good strategy for small okay. businesses. Charity. If you can get involved with some sort of charity, it's a way to get attention for your business. There was a local family here who around Christmas – their house burned down, lost everything. Very poor family living in a double wide. I rallied a bunch of local businesses and one of my larger clients to contribute money to this family. And we held a little event to you know, give them the check and the school supplies for their kids and this and that. Every single company that gave that family something got great PR. We got local news coverage in the newspaper. We had TV come from as far away as Portland and Seattle. To, to cover the community coming together and trying to help this family that lost everything over in a horrific fire over the Christmas holidays. It didn't hurt that there was a heroic star- story about their daughter going back into the house and grabbing the family pug that was beloved and, and uh, couldn't find its way out of the house because of the smoke. So, you know, having a pet involved in the story always helps. But find a way to get involved with a charity somehow. Go help somebody. And you'll get positive news about your company and good branding.
0: Okay, so let me answer this question, Lou. Has it changed now with with social media being on everyone's collective minds?
1: Oh, it's even better.
0: Because
1: even if the media doesn't come out and cover it, you can take video yourself and put it out. You can write up your own story about what your company did charity-wise to help Mm -hmm. that local family. And there are lots of people... See, there used to be gatekeepers to getting in front of large groups of people. They were called reporters and editors. Now there's nobody. It, it's the Wild West. You, you, you can post something and send it out. And by the way, with geofencing and some of the other things that Facebook and Google ads can do, you can very inexpensively target ads. I mean, for 100 bucks a week, you can really boost your opportunities on Facebook and Google to get your content in front of people that it matters to.
0: So what's the benefit of of, uh, buying social media ads versus traditional ads? What's your stance on that?
1: Well, the problem with social media is when you post something, it's limited to only going to people that already follow you, okay? So someone who is not already following you, who might find what you're posting interesting, Is not going to see it unless you pay to boost, which is Facebook speak for to interject your post into the feed of people that Facebook uses an algorithm to determine might be interested in what it is that you're posting. Okay. And the more you pay, the more people's feeds it shows up in. And you can tell Facebook who you want to target. Right. Let's say you're that Italian restaurant. I want to target people within uh, 10 miles of my location uh, with uh, incomes above uh, $65,000 per household. They can do that. Just like a website, if people don't know you exist, they're never going to your website. So you have to get a way to get them to be aware of you so that they even know to look for you and your products and services. This is why I do speaking engagements. This is why I do the radio show. This is why uh, reporters call me and I get quoted in articles that are unrelated to my core business. Like uh, okay. San Bernardino, son called me and wanted to comment on the current state of um, you know the mayor's race in San Bernardino and from the, from the perspective of somebody runs political campaigns, what do I think the chances are that the current mayor is going to be reelected and why? Okay. Is that, is that um, a pitch for my business? No, but in the article it says Lou Desmond, president Desmond and Lewis public relations, who is a government affairs and political contributor to the sun. Well, you must know what he's doing, right? So exposure, man, any exposure you can get, that's positive and free, go get it.
0: Okay, I get it. I get it. All right. So we're getting close to um, running out of time, Lou. So just as a general question, let's say you're, this is a demographic butter. of my listeners. Butter. Butter.
1: Generally, if you're going to finish a recipe, I would say add butter <laughs> when you're finishing it. Okay. It's always so, good.
0: So if you're a a new CEO, your company is in its fourth, fifth Sixth, seventh year, eighth year, maybe, and you want to take it to the next level and you have some semblance of an idea of the power of advertising and publicity. What are just some general how to's that you could suggest to them be- before we sign off and let you get on to your regular day?
1: The general things that I just laid out in terms of stunt PR, charity PR, entertain, inform, right. don't talk about you. You, those are all things that are sort of general rules. Get to know the reporters that cover your industry. Those are all things you can try to do yourself. And some people are good at it and have some success. But most CEOs, they've got to focus on running their business. Correct. Go f- go find somebody who is in the PR industry, who's been in it for some time. and. Hire them on at whatever you can afford to help you out. Hire them on a 90-day contract. Don't don't tie yourself down to some long contract to um, a lot of money. Bring somebody in at a level that you can afford with goals that are achievable and see what they can do for you. There are lots and lots of public relations firms out there. And there's even more just sort of people that have left the big firms and are now just kind of doing it themselves without the big firm backing. So (laughs) the cost has been reduced over time. And a lot of companies have done what I've done, which is I used to have almost 20 employees in three offices. I'm down to five employees in one office.
0: Well, Lou, listen, um, we've run out of time. And I really, really appreciate you coming on. What is the best way that any of my listeners can get a hold of you if they have any questions or want things clarified or more detail?
1: Well, first of all, you can contact Gene Valdez, and he'll tell you exactly how fantastic Lou Desmond is. But I will? If you, yeah, <laughs> you will. Otherwise, why are you bringing me on your show, damn it? In all seriousness, Lou Desmond, uh, our headquarters is in Redlands. We do business all over the country. We have national reach, and we also can do local it all depends on what your need is. I have worked for companies that paid $25,000 a month for PR, like Chevron, ten dollars a month, like Dave and Buster's, or $500 a month, like the woman from Chino, Dawn Secord, that want to be recognized as the best pet sitter in the United States. So, whatever your budget level, whatever kind of help you need, you can reach out to us at Desmond and Lewis Public Relations. And that is d and l pr.com d and pr.com and you can reach me directly lou l-o-u at d and or you're better off texting me 951-258-6466 951-258-6466 i love texting if you call me and leave a message i'll get back to you in 2026
0: All right, Lou. Listen, you were fun and educational and you brought the A-game. Thank you so much. And I'll be seeing you on the trail, man.
1: Gene, it's the A-game and 300 miles an hour with my hair on fire inverted or nothing.
0: (laughs) All right. See you later, Lou. See ya. Thank you, Lou, for spending some time with us. You were definitely fun and entertaining and I might have you back. He was a great, great guest. If you like today's episode, you can leave a five-star review. And if you don't know how to do that, I have a really fun video on TikTok which will show you how to do that, as well as Instagram. And now I'd like to do a little a little change here in my normal program. I'm going to flip you over to my managing producer and editor, Pablo Romero.
1: Hey there, Rainmakers and Training. If you guys have been enjoying the podcast, Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, find us on Facebook and, of course, LinkedIn for a few extra things that are not on the podcast. Maybe don't make it on the podcast, uh, but you guys can get a little bit of what we call where I come from, New Orleans. We call that "lanyap," which means a little something extra. Ooh, I like that. So give us a follow. There's some pretty entertaining videos up there. Until next week, this is Pablo Romero signing off for Gene Valdez. See ya.
0: Okay, I I like that. I like
1: that. (laughs)